What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Bob Rinson. I'm your host. It is Wednesday, June the 9th, and we are talking some Aaron Rodgers and around the league talk with our good friend Jason LaCanfora. JLC, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there, bud. How are you? I'm good. Um, you know, I did uh, on Tuesday morning. We record this on Tuesday. On Tuesday morning, I did a hit with uh, my, my pals, uh, Toucher and Rich, up on 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. And we ended up talking about air conditioning for 10 minutes instead of Aaron Rodgers, which was kind of a relief. It, it, was, kind of a, it was kind of nice, though, because it feels like this, this Aaron Rodgers situation, which you and I are going to talk about uh, in a minute, is going to linger over all NFL talk oh, yeah. for the next... I don't know, three months, four months, however, until we get to, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, do you, do you want to dive into Aaron Rodgers right away or do you want to, well, you want to talk about air conditioning for 10 minutes first? No, I was going to say you could, if guy here earlier today, just cause you, you know, if you don't get the furnace tuned up in the spring, then you forget about it completely. And then it's like, did we get the furnace cleaned out or did the guy come? And then the first time it, you know, shouts back at you. In December or November, you're like, wait a minute. And then you're cold so. and you can't get somebody out there. I was going to give you the right. opportunity to uh, air any grievances. You, you've, I know you've done this on your radio show. But to air any grievances, concerns uh, involving, you know, I don't know, maybe members of this podcast who are supposed to have gotten tattoos by now. Well, you know what? We had Breach on. Um, when did he do his silly exercise where he had the Bengals starting the season eight and three? It feels like that was about a week ago, maybe ten days. So we we, we read that pablum and we're like, well, we we got to get Superfan number one back on to try to explain how the Bengals are going to go nine and eight and start eight and three. And so we did um, we did try to force some answers out of him then, and he basically he he put it on. Um, on on Wilson and said that he had the drawing figured out, but like it, because of the size, I mean, he's saying something like he couldn't get it. Basically, that Wilson had to find the tattoo artist first, it, which didn't really didn't really add up. Frankly, for me, I, I didn't understand why Wilson has to have the 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 actual artist lined up but mm. that's what he was saying is that is that correct is that where it stands is that yeah so that what the company line essentially what happened is wilson lost the bet admitted to get the tattoo you know agreed to get the tattoo is is on board with it and is sort of trying to build out a little bit of red tape here where we have to get a drawing done and i have to pro- provide him with the funds to secure the tattoo he's basically trying to put it on us and and blame us for it even though it's it's obvious that you you lost the bet go get your be a grown man and go get your tattoo and i think what's happening now is uh thanks to your uh, breach's appearance with you uh, we have decided that wilson has to go to he has to get tell us who his tattoo artist is and find out if that tattoo artist will accept outside art and then once he, once we find that out, then we will submit the the art and provide the funds, and Wilson will get the tattoo. This it needs to be completed before the start of training camp, or really the yeah the start of training camp and the start of the regular season, because at at a certain point it just becomes like a bad bit if it, if it's not done. So right. Well, well, what I was confused is does Breach have? He was basically saying it's the scale of the drawing that he needs to have more clarity on. 
But he was implying that the drawing is essentially done. Is that correct? That he he knows what the design will be. At least that's what I inferred. Yes, I think he has a decent idea of what the design will be. But it's also possible that Breach, like many things in his life, like most things in his life, is either uh, lying or is uh, deceiving himself and others. You know. Sorry, oh, I'm putting my shoes on, but somebody thinks that means he's going on a WAOK. Ah, hello, not happening until 11. Oh, there you go. Now he's got Jesus fired up. Oh, boy. It's been a fun morning here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Breach, I, I, I don't think he's got the drawing done, which kind of blows my mind, because if I was on his end of this bargain, like, I would have had that thing commissioned immediately. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very disappointing, Breach's lack of... Uh, you know what I mean? Because if he's got it done and he keeps like, I would be on Twitter every day. Like, well, here it is, Wilson. Why is it on your skin yet? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could be banging that drum and really right. applying pressure. He's a little too laissez-faire about this for my liking. I, I would agree with that because frankly, as soon as Breach gets the drawing done, Wilson can take the drawing to yeah. the artist and tell me how much I owe for the tattoo. And then I'll pay for or the tattoo. Like, just you, so I'm sure you've got access to his address, sure. right? You put in his address and say tattoo artist. No, he's got the artist. Wilson's he's got address. the artist. It's next to it's next to Wilson's favorite coffee shop. Well, then if Breach has the picture, I mean, he could call there, say, "Can I get your email? I'm going to email you a a picture. You tell me if you're cool putting it on on my buddy." And bada bing, bada boom. Exactly. It's it, it's checkmate. This is uh, Breach needs to Breach needs to make a move. Breach or Wilson need to grow up and, and figure this out. And frankly, it's a little frustrating. You know, it's a little like the hold Aaron Rodgers situation. I'm going to hold the phone up and see if you can hear the cicadas. I'm in my backyard. Oh, right I can't now. hear them. That's crazy. They're that loud? Are, are you getting are you getting that good NPR ambient sound? Yeah, it sounds like a it sounds like a you're in my it sounds like you're in my son's room with the white noise thing going on. I That's was at the vet yesterday and I was there we have to wait outside only the dogs go in. And so I was sitting there with copper and I was sitting in front of a bush. I couldn't get my phone to record it. I swear to God, they were singing to each other. That's amazing. Like, I swear it was like it, 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 it sounded almost human. Like it was the same pattern over and over again, but it, it almost sounded like words. Well, the, so um, I could have just been losing my mind. But I swear, like, there, I think there's more to this than we know. I, I would guess that there is. I mean, these guys hibernate and then pop back out and, and, and make yeah, a Yeah, bunch of- like, I think it was like a full blown mating ritual. Like, it Ooh. was. It was crazy, but the dog was going nuts, and he, like I dropped my phone twice. So you got a little bit. It of, was like they were doing something was going on in that bush. There little, was some dirty dancing going on. A little cicada sexy time is what you're telling me. Right. Yeah, I, think, I think so. <laughs> how, how are they bad down there? I guess they probably are. No, no, no. I don't, we don't have them in Raleigh. Um, although you, you know, don't have them in Raleigh. I don't. I don't think so. I haven't heard any. No, you and, would know, brother. And uh, you would know. I would. Yeah, I would know. Here, I, I'm holding. I'm holding the phone up to a cicada right now. Let's see if he flips his wings for us. Do it. Flap your wings. Say something. <laughs> Say something. You're on the damn radio. Nah. Sorry. Oh, well. Um, and uh, I was going to say the, he's the, not on the, radio. the golf turn. That's podcast. probably why you didn't say anything. Uh, if it had been national radio, he would have done it. The, um, I think so. If it was Romy, if I had tried this bit when I was on with Romy, I think I would have got cicada compliance. But <laughs> I would, I would, I would, just the pick six podcast. So that's right. He's like, I'm Plus, not- he's union. I don't think I could make meet his day rate. He's union. <laughs> the... Um, I, the the golf tournament this past week it was wild. Like every time you were listening to it, you, the uh, the the cicadas were just in full force in Ohio. I guess it's a northern thing. Uh, at any rate, maybe there'll be some cicadas at Packers minicamp. Um, but you know who won't be there? Yeah, Aaron, I, I, Aaron I'm Rogers. confused about the range, but Baltimore has to be the epicenter. 
Well, they're pretty loud. I kind of like it, actually. Uh, I'm sure Devo is... Yeah, well, is, it gets old fast, brother. You, you like it because it's a novelty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd be really annoyed if this was happening 24-7. Uh, will but the Packers... Next one. Can you hear that one? One was just doing like a... Could you pick that up? Yeah. I, I, um, I bet the audio got it. Are the Packers going to find Aaron Rodgers for not showing up to minicamp? And does Aaron Rodgers not showing They're up to minicamp? They're going to send dead cicadas to his house. <laughs> does it... Is this... <laughs> On a, all right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does Aaron Rodgers' lack of presence at the Packers minicamp matter uh, to this situation? I, I don't – I got to say I'm frankly surprised that this is a thing. Like, I, that A, there were people who thought that somehow minicamp – like, I just don't know how anybody who's been paying any attention to this situation thought there was any chance in hell that this guy would be here for – you know what I mean? For three days of fake football. Right. I'm, I'm honestly, because I'm often out of touch with where people are on things. Like, when this became a news thing today, I got to say, I was I like, he's told them to their face. He's done with it. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, like if he's coming back, we're all going to know. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like uh, he's sitting there at midnight and he's like, uh, no, wait, it's minicamp. Shoot, I can't miss seven on sevens in shells and shorts. I, I got to be there for Jordan. Let me let me get the you know let me have my agent get me a private plane and put that on the card and let's go. I got to be there by the morning. Like no no we would all know. It would be kumbaya. The king is back. Like it, this this is he's. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the crazy one. I don't think you are the crazy one. I think that. I mean, there was, he wasn't coming. This was this wasn't going to happen. And so I understand that. And you and I talked about this a little bit beforehand when. We knew there was going to be a, okay, somebody's got a photo of Aaron Rodgers not at minicamp. Like, right. all hands, all hands, sound the alarm, red banner, breaking yeah. news. But it's, I mean, it's not breaking news. Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming to minicamp. This is when players are mad with the team and players are in a public battle with the team, you know, whether it's a contract related, whatever it is, then they're not going to show up to the, this type of minicamp. And you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get fined, obviously. I don't think he wants to lose 93 grand, but the Packers also – well, How has he lost it, though? That's the other part. Like, if he does decide he's going to play football for them, he's not going to lose money. The question is how much additional money does he make on top of what he was already slated to make? Like, you know what I mean? These fines, it's like salary cap. This is fake money. It's funny money. It, it's – you know what I mean? It's only real when they deduct it from the paycheck. He he walked away from an off-season workout bonus knowing if I do decide to come back, I'm getting that back too. Like, they've fallen all over themselves to try to appease him. He's just not ready to really listen yet. At some point he may be, but trust me, he knows what he's got them by. And like we've said before, he's stepping on their neck now. Will he take his foot off their neck in, in August? We'll find out in August, but... He wasn't taking his foot off their neck for some arbitrary Tuesday in freaking June because that's when they're having their three-day mini camp. Ah! Yeah. So you mentioned that he's got them by and, and he might take their foot off the neck. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers has the leverage here or do you think the Packers have the leverage? Yes. Oh, okay. I think Aaron Rodgers is all the leverage in the world. Well, he, but- he, 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 withholding his services – into the regular season would expose them on so many levels. And it's just a matter of does he want to do that or not. Because I think a lot of people, or the, maybe the narrative is sort of shifted, and this is how this works, right? I mean, because the Packers are, Aaron Rodgers is being a little more quiet about it than, than you might 
it, it, right now is it's the Packers' turn to leak through the media their feelings. Like Mark Murphy wrote a column for Packers.com mm. talking about, you know, yeah. conveniently uh, wrote a column for the Packers.com talking about how the splitting, air- splitting the fan base. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And okay. basically encouraging anyone who is pro Packers and anti Rodgers, you know, or pro team anti player to get louder. Or if you were on the fence to slide over towards the Packers, I think that's sort of where they're going, where they're going with that. And then, but and. You've heard some – I know, like, Mike Florio has said that maybe the Packers would prefer Aaron Rodgers to stay away so they could save some money and find out what they have in Jordan Love. Like, I don't buy that for a second. That's, that, that's why they flew out to his house. That's why they were taking turns trying to, to, to uh, you know, beg him not to go public with this stuff and keep throwing money at him to, to uh, heal the wound. Yeah, exactly. Like, otherwise, if they didn't want him there – They'd just tell him to get lost, or they'd trade him. I mean, they could they trade him. They'd trade him. What the hell planet are we on? Yeah. If the Packers didn't want what Aaron Rodgers, and they could trade him very quickly, too, by the way. Yeah, he's Aaron Rodgers. Correct. I mean, I don't get – I mean, again, we, we can – there's a lot of crazy talk out there, but that's what – like, the Packers somehow benefit from arguably the greatest player in franchise history posting pictures climbing mountains of Hawaii – and rubbing their face in it, they like that? This is somehow good for them? If they want to be done with Aaron Rodgers, trade him! Right. Or, JLC, it's after June 1st. If you want to cut him, you save $16 million in salary cap space. If you're, if you're that you desperate go. for money and you Problem don't want to... solved! Yeah. We don't need that guy around here anymore making us respond in Q&As. Done with that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Good riddance. Go host Jeopardy. They could cut him. They can cut him right now, and pick up sixteen million dollars in salary cap space. They'd have twenty-one uh, and change in dead cap it this year, and seventeen and change in dead cap it next year. But you would save all that money. And again, cannot stress it enough. If and you'd have the same, you know, same cap cap hits. Uh, you know, if you trade him, like the Broncos are, are trading for him tomorrow. If the Packers are willing to do a decent offer for him. There's multiple teams that would trade for Aaron Rodgers tomorrow if you can if you can figure out the if compensation. If you want to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, it's really simple. Correct. It is extremely- Mark Murphy can go out on any TV station he wants and say we're, we're we this is going on long enough. We respect Aaron's wishes to play elsewhere. We're going to accommodate him. We're trading Aaron Rodgers in the next 72 hours. Come at us with your best offers. Done. And it's and it's it's, it's over happening. By it's happening fast. Very fast. So, I mean, I guess that leads us to the question: What is what is next? Is there nothing? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I mean, what what can the Packers do to fix this? Because if I mean, you would think they want to fix it, right? I don't think they can fix it. I think it just comes down to: Does Aaron Rodgers? Does Aaron Rodgers want to, in, in his mind, throw them a bone or not? Again, at some point, does he feel like, all right, I'm going to let them breathe again. I'm going to get off their trachea. I'm going to go save their season. And then I'm out of here in three months. At that point, it'd be, what, July? So I'm out of here in five months anyway. Mm. I think it's that. I I mean, they've tried the money. I I mean, could they throw more money? I I mean, I guess. But I I almost think they have to try a different tact. Like, you got to go – Psyops with him. I, I think you, you, I don't know. You, you, you got to try to find a third party who can, I, 
I don't know who could mediate this, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, but it, it ain't going to be Mar- like Goody and Murphy aren't going to us. This is not a Rubik's Cube they can solve. I don't think anything they say to him is necessarily going to get through. Can they get super creative and find us somebody else to, to sort of um, be an intermediary? Uh, I don't know, but that's the way I would be thinking if I was there. I mean, I guess I, I guess I just wonder. Right, so here, here's where I sort of stand on it: is that while I don't disagree with you about the leverage thing that Aaron Rodgers has, the one problem is that I mean, sur- surely this guy still wants to play football. Like this guy didn't want to walk away from football and just host Jeopardy and call it a career. I, I mean, he had the best chance to win a Super Bowl with Green Bay. So, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, if they're not, how much to, of that is him, and how much of that is them? Like, if they played, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I'll find somebody. Well, I did talk to Cynthia Freeland about this. Like, Love Cynthia Freeland. Not that these simulators are the end alls and be alls, right? But I. If you played 10,000 Packers seasons with Jordan, you know, I mean, with Jordan Love and 10,000 Packers seasons with Aaron Rodgers, I dare say the discrepancy would be monumental. And I don't remember exactly what Cynthia said. I, and I, I can't remember how many times. Maybe she said she ran it a thousand times. or, But it was, like, two different teams. Yeah. It's... So, like, is it him or them? I remember when they, they tried to tell us it was them. They had that Hundley kid out there pretending to be a quarterback. I swear to God, I saw it for eight or ten weeks. They didn't need Kaepernick. They didn't need a McCown brother. They didn't need anything. We're the Packers. We got our system. We got a way of doing things. We develop quarterbacks. We've got a culture, Will Brinson. <laughs> How did that go for them? Not well. All right. So, I mean, uh, so, I mean, so you're telling me that there's nothing the Packers can do I don't know. I think this is Aaron Rodgers versus Aaron Rodgers. I think this is the angel on his shoulder and the devil on his shoulder. I wouldn't put it in those contexts. Like, I don't think that's really what it is, but for an oversimplified, you know what I mean? You think back to those cartoons. And, like, does he want to put his wings on and be a saint and fly in there and save their season? Or does he say bleep them? Now, it's one thing for him to say bleep them in June. It's another to say bleep them in July. I mean, in, in, in July when guys are reporting, and then in September when they're playing games that actually affect whether or not you're going to um, be able to compete for a Super Bowl. And I don't know that Aaron Rodgers himself knows exactly how he's going to feel on July 1st or July 27th or September 15th because he's never really been down this road before. I'm guessing he's talked to Farvey about it a little bit and some other people who maybe have gone through it before. I'm guessing he's probably talked to Tom Brady about what, when you finally walked out of there, was it, was it cathartic? Was it a release? Was it a combination? Was it a mixed bag? Was it a, oh, I can't wait to, to show them that it was me and not them? Um, he's a smart dude, and he's got a lot of resources. So I, I'm sure he's doing his homework trying to prepare, but I don't think he can absolutely know what he's, what's going to be in his mind and in his heart when, when he wakes up on July 1st, on July 27th, and if this thing's still going on whenever the regular, first regular season game is. And does something in him decide, okay, for the fans or for my legacy mm. or for whatever reason, I'm going, to be, I'm going to fly in there with my cape and be Superman. That's what I think it is. That's my... Amateur Ziggy Freud. Okay, I see. I can, the situation. Okay, so the other thing that I think factors into this, and you can call me crazy, and I'm not. I'm not trying to do the hot, like, oh, his love life is you ruined. Do like, you, you do. You do like a good hot take, though. Yeah, you no, like I love a, a good hot take. Hot take. 
I'm, but I'm not trying to do like, you know, when he was dating Olivia Munn, it was like, Olivia Munn is ruining Aaron Rodgers. I'm not trying to do that at all. I do think that since Aaron Rodgers, for, for, for the timeline just aligns with you know, starting to date an actress, Sha- Shailene Woodley or whatever. But like, if you watch these interviews he's done recently, with, including with Kenny Mayne on ESPN, uh, with Pat McAfee, he keeps making these veiled references to uh, uh, mel- substances that mellow you out. And he's grown his hair out. He's got a beard. He's like super chill, bro. And I sort of wonder if he hasn't adopted kind of a, I don't want to say a Hollywood attitude, but like, a, like, a, uh, like I don't really, I'm kind of over it attitude with the Packers where he's, he's like, you know, he's like, I've done everything I possibly could to max out my success with this franchise. And we still come up a little no, bit short. He, he, Go back and rewatch the press conference after the game. Yeah. I mean, it's all there. It's yeah. all there. I wrote about it in real time. They were getting calls a day after that thing because a lot of people were reading it like I read it, which is, he's done. Get me out of here. It's over. They just wasted my last best chance to win anything real with him. Right, the cicadas I mean, really are annoying. He knows how the team's built. He knows salary cap. He understands all that. He knows that the all the money that they gave to that defense three years ago, like, those aren't five- and six-year deals. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not how these businesses are run. They, they, once the guarantees are over, dudes are getting cut. Julio Jones just got traded for it, too. Like, that's football. That's the business. A year after DeAndre Hopkins got traded for it, too. Nothing lasts forever. Like, you know, are the Green Bay Packers going to go $50 million cash over cap to keep that together or whatever? Like, no. And then they, they took it out of his hands. He didn't get to play. Mm. Like, that was it. So now I'm going to put my mind, body through all this again. I'm going to come in and save you, even though I think you're going to go, you know, you're going to win five games without me. But I'll come in. I'll get us to 11 or whatever. We'll get in the playoffs, and then we'll probably get whacked again. Like, are we going to be that close again? And what do I have to do and put up with? And how many mornings do I feel like garbage and throwing up and all that? Like, do I, do I, you know what I mean? Or if I'm going to do that. I'll pick where I go, just like Brady picked where he went. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. Why do I have to do it for them? I've done it for them for 15 years. They kept the old coach too long. They bring in the new coach. He takes it out of my hands on fourth down. Um, like, nah, I'm good. So he's, I can go play somewhere else. Is there a little bit of maybe the possibility that he's like, all right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show up for these off-season training activities. He doesn't need to because he's, you know, two years in Matt LaFleur's system. I mean, Hall of Fame quarterback, he, you know, he's fine. He doesn't need these off you know, for the most part, knows the receivers because they haven't added anybody else. Like, he doesn't need a ton of reps with these guys, I don't think, in this system. Is it, is it possible he's thinking, I'm going to stay away for a little while because I want these video cameras to capture Jordan Love in practice because he's seen Jordan Love. He's seen what Jordan Love can do. He knows how it's going to look. And if Jordan Love doesn't look good or, you know, Lord help the Packers, looks terrible in OTAs and training camp, um, all of a sudden it's, I mean, like the Packers are in a, in a weird spot. I think he knows, I think he knows exactly. He, he sized up every rep Aaron Love took all, all last year. I mean, not Jordan Love. He, yep. he, I think he, he, he doesn't need to see Jordan Love. He doesn't need to have beat writer text him how Jordan Love looked. You know what I mean? No, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying that he knows that Jordan Love won't look good. He's pretty confident Jordan Love won't look good. Yeah, no, I think he I think he knows exactly I mean I'm telling you, I think Aaron Rodgers thinks he's worth ten wins to that team. 
Like, do you want to be a three to five win team or do you want to have a chance to win 14, 15 of your 17 games? Not saying you're going to win them all, but how, how many are you going to be favored in? How many are you going to control? How, you know, how many are you going to feel good about your ability to win? Not, I mean, so if you're, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a, I'll go conservative, six to eight wins over replacement player, then that, 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 that's your, you already know the answer because your replacement is baked into that cake and he knows the replacement better than anybody. Right. So I know that this changes. If you had to guess, you're in result of the Aaron Rodgers drama right now on, you know, we're recording on June 8th. They started minicamp. He's not showing up. He's probably not going to say anything until after the minicamp gets done. I mean, what, like, what is, because this is, you know, what is your, what does your gut tell you and people you talk to? Like, what do you, what do you think the end result is? Knowing that, of course, in, in three I just months, I go back change. to what, what I've been saying the whole time. Based on what I know of him and what I've heard of what he's whispered to people, I don't think he has any intentions of ever playing for the Green Bay Packers again. I, I think he's over it and done with it. Now, the closer we get to real stuff happening and do, do, do they make some inroads? Does somebody influence him? Or, again, does he just wake up one morning and say, would I rather, you know what I mean, go to the coffee shop, go to, you know what I mean, uh, go to a movie screening and, you know, hang out with my girlfriend? Or do I feel like, you know what I mean, or do I feel like strapping it up like that? I don't, again, I don't think he can know his headspace until the football world is happening. Mm. And you know what I mean? And he's, you know, hanging out with a barista. I I don't, you know what I mean? Like killing time in a Starbucks. I I don't think you can know what that's like until you experience it. And then at some point there, could he tell his agent, squeeze him for, you know what I mean? All right, get the best offer possible. And you know what I mean? I'll I'll be there in three days. Like that, that's, that could happen. That's not the way he's talking now. No. And could, could, could they also, through the media, through what they say, through what they infer, through how they, they handle this, could, could they make it worse? Yeah. Mm. So, in other words, this I guess now, uh, this is a, I think where I'm at is I don't think they're going to trade him just because I think they'll be stubborn and think he's going to come back. I don't think he okay. wants to play. And so, it basically becomes a game of chicken and – the person holding the steering wheel in this game of chicken in one side is, is you're basically you're, you're playing a game of chicken, but you're letting Jordan love drive the car. And if Jordan love isn't capable of driving the car, then you're going to lose this game of chicken. And we'll, and then, and then we'll see how, but I do, I do think that's a great point about how his, how his mindset changes once you get to training camp and all his boys are out there playing and they're in, and maybe he is like, you know what? This team knows they're screwed. Get as much money as you can, and then we'll go play. I, 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 don't, I don't hate that idea. Uh, real, real quick, I mean, we'll t- I'm sure we're going to be talking about this uh, far too much this offseason. But um, yeah. on Julio Jones, because you can't you – know, it's the only thing we're talking about for four months, Julio uh-huh. Jones and Aaron Rodgers. Um, you wrote that uh-huh. the Falcons' mistake was not – not that it was trading Julio Jones. It was not trading other pieces. Not trading all these guys a year ago. In some cases, longer, longer ago than that. What I don't get, JLC, is why you, and I've said this over and over again, why you double down on Matt Ryan by you know renegotiating his contract. I understand you got to free up salary cap space, but you lock him in for basically two years, uh, and then you triple down on him by drafting Kyle Pitts at number four instead of a quarterback. 
Uh, and then, yeah. then do you trade Julio Jones? That, that yeah. doesn't make any well, sense. Well, because the Julio Jones thing is, again, I mean, it's their monster. It's the, they're, they're, they're so desperate for the cap savings. Like, you can't, you can't try to think. You can't fool people and try to t- think. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't be three things at once. Right. You can't, you can't be, you know what I mean, almost pregnant or maybe pregnant. You're, you're either contender or you're not. When you're trading the best player in the history of your franchise <laughs> for what you gave away – for Hayden Hurst the year before, oh, yeah. you're not a contender. No, you're not. You're not a contender. So if you're not a contender, why do you keep attaching ridiculous sums of money to a declining 36-year-old quarterback who just go look at his passer rating in his career thrown to Julio Jones, and then go look at it throwing to anybody not named Julio Jones. Like, And your defense still stinks, and your coach is going to need time to figure out what it means to be an NFL head coach, and your GM has – Never done it before. And you're sitting there with a position to pick from a number of quarterbacks or give up a little something-something to move up and get one. Or, here's a, here's a crazy thought, trade down to 10, pick up more assets, <laughs> and take your quarterback there. <laughs> they, they, they did none of that. Yep. They 100% unquestionably, I factually know, that they could have traded down and picked up more assets, and they turned down that opportunity. Of course. There's a lot of people who wanted that tight end, who could actually win with that tight end. They ain't winning with that tight end for They ain't winning with that tight end until he's already on making real money. I guarantee mm. you that. They got three years to win with him on the cheap. They will win nothing. Nothing of significance while he's one of the biggest bargains in football. Is there, I mean, and at this point, I mean, you could technically trade Matt Ryan and have a, I think you can technically trade him. Mm, yeah. You save $2 million wow. in the salary cap. You got $25 million of dead cap hit this year, $40 million. Tra- Who wants him? Yeah. Not with his cap hits. What do you, what do you yeah. think you're getting from Matt Ryan? You, want, you just saw what a salary dump gets you. What, what I mean, do you, want, do you want to trade him for a three? I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. Who needs, like, who? Like, Sean Payton might be interested. You're not trading him there. No. You're not, you can't trade Sean. You can't Who, trade him there. What's the market for Matt Ryan? Tell me. I, I don't think it's very good. On this good. contract. Do you, do you cut Matt Ryan after Can June 1st next year? quarterbacks? I don't know, man. I, but they, Carolina? Like, they're not doing that. No. I'm being dead serious. Maybe Denver. Maybe. Maybe. They ain't, they're not, they ain't giving you much. If you trade for Matt Ryan, you're taking on a $48.6 million cap hit next year. Excuse me, in 2022. And then the a 43. Matt Ryan was before you redid his deal for the 56th time. Correct. He's, he's not untradeable and he's not uncuttable after 2021, but you've sort of locked yourself into Matt Ryan for two years. And you just traded away his best weapon and the guy who he's thrown to for 10 years and has, as you point out, has uh, substantially better. Like, the sp- like people always talk about the splits with Tom Brady and Gronk. The splits with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, no better for Matt Ryan. Mm. Mm. Well, I, look, they, I, just go back a year ago, and they're willing to trade a two. A two. And this is a non-playoff team. This isn't a Tennessee two for a team that goes to the, you know, I don't think they're great, but 
you can pretty much pencil them in for 10 wins a year, right? Nine or 10 and in the playoffs, that's Vrabel, Tannehill. That's what they are. You traded a, a team that should be rebuildings too for Hayden Hurst. Like if the quarterback's all that, why did they just draft it? You just got a 25-year-old speed or whatever. No, he came in a league a little late. So whatever he is, 28, a guy who was a first-round pick was picked before Mark Andrews by that team. They thought he was better than Mark Andrews. They picked him two rounds higher than Mark Andrews. He's not even seen, you know what I mean? He's their, he's a, he's their fifth option in, a, in an offense that by no means is revolutionary. You give up a two for him, right? Because you're, you've got this, your quarterback, like he throws the tight ends. Like it's, a, it's the same Hayden Hurst as Lamar Jackson had. Yeah. It's so a, if it's the quarter, you know what I mean? I'm just saying if it's your scheme and your quarterback and all that, then why, why, are you, why, is, why aren't you extending Hayden Hurst? Why, why did you draft his replacement fourth overall? It, I am in complete agreement with you. I don't, I don't understand. And I was under the impression, based on what I'd heard, that the Falcons, when they hired Arthur Smith, that Arthur Smith's sort of selling point was that he can win with Matt Ryan now. And if that, that's if you cool. you still think Matt Ryan's all that, I'm not saying I think he's all that. Go get him. Do, do something for your defense. Yeah, that defense is a disaster. That way. You know what I mean? Trade, trade out of four, down a few spots. You still can get whoever you think is, is – is, you could get the best linebacker in the draft. You could get the best corner in the draft. You know, whoever you think the best pass rusher in the draft. You could, you could have had your pick and move down to do it if you really think you're winning with Matt Ryan. If you still think he's all that – and Hayden Hurst and Ridley, that's okay. okay. That's all right. We'll run the ball a little more. We hired Arthur Smith because he's super smart. He'll scheme it up. But, my God, we got no players on defense. So, if we're really contending with Matt Ryan, why, why didn't you trade down and rebuild your defense? What did I miss there? Where did, how did they get better there? They, they did not. Their defense is – They had no money because the whole offseason yep. has been about waiting to get rid of Julio's contract. Come on, man. We've talked about them enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. over it. All right. I'm over it, too. <laughs> it's just like – you know, it's like no. I mean, it, the 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 thing that's annoying is that it's because. But it's, then you write about this stuff, and it's like, well, oh my god, he hates the Falcons. No, no, I'm trying to educate you people. Like you're, like I don't hate the Falcons. It's like, but this is this is this is the treadmill that you're on. Like, just step back and look at it. You you either need to like, bl- you either need to blow it up, or try to go. Uh, you can't like you say you can't be three things at once, and they're trying to be. Too many things right now, and it's it's not going to go well for him. I was sort of trying to get in on the on the Falcons just because I kind of like the idea of Calvin Ridley, Julio, Kyle Pitts, like a decent offensive line to Matt Ryan. But I I don't know that I can be in on the Falcons just because you're right. The defense is a disaster, and it seems not going to be good. It's just not going to be good. Um, so let's get out of here. What are we doing? Wasting time. Wasting summertime. What are we, what are we wasting time for? I'm just kidding. We got to do the podcast every day, so we do it. JLC, you're the best. The go oh, oh 1057 the fan Baltimore listen to his radio show is it it is daily right two to six two to six every single unless day. we're preempted by Orioles baseball oh that's right um and uh, anytime you uh, you need me to come on let's do it and uh, yeah buddy we'll chat oh, we'll be we'll be we'll crank that up all right buddy thanks as always cool thanks guys.